shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake, brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars, Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Happy Tuesday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, full show ahead today. It is the first day of the NCAA tournament in the first four, today and tomorrow. Then we'll get things going on Thursday for the actual round of 64. So look forward to watching some basketball today. And we'll discuss later on, can you count a win in the first four as an actual win in the NCAA tournament? That is the fear of all Nebraska fans that once they do it, That'll be the first way they get it, and can you count it? So we'll have that discussion as we do every year <laughs> next hour. But it's topical because it's today. Yep. How are you today? I am fine. Look at you over there. Yeah. If you guys see me messing with my hand over here, it's because this morning I was opening up a new coffee creamer at the house. Coffee creamer. And uh, I was trying to open up the seal on the creamer, and it sliced my hand, my finger, so I've had a like blo- I've had a bloody pointer finger for about twenty minutes now. It looks like it's okay. Now. And look at this; it's just disgusting. And you it's know, it's not disgusting. And I have said in the show before, I hate blood. I don't yeah. like the sight of it. It makes me queasy. I'm not queasy right now. I'm not lightheaded. I'm going to get through this because I'm just a man. Just look at it and get th- throw that damn throw that. No, uh, I, I need it because this is how I. It's still bleeding. I can't get rid of this, otherwise it's going to bleed all over the freaking Don't you have board. a band-aid? Is there any band-aids here? Do we have I, a first- I couldn't find a band-aid at the house this morning. Do we have first aid? Actually, this is the funny part. I found a band-aid, but it's like one of those those massive ones that's like for you know a huge scrape on your arm. I said, I'm not putting that on this stupid finger. That'll cover the whole finger up. You um, Do we have a first aid kit at the ticket? Yeah, I think so, somewhere. I'll get it Harrison, to the Harrison, you might want to... You might no, want no, to, I'll we find. We seem like we have an emergency. It's here. not an emergency. It's just it's a very much so an inconvenience, and I'm bothered by it. <laughs> That's all it is, really. Well, you don't like blood, so I do. I don't like blood. I so, can deal with a cut. Now, if this is like a, a gash from a knife, like if I, if I slice myself, like I told you one time, I was cutting pineapple like a year ago. And I sliced myself, and that's where I almost fainted, basically, because it was like instantaneous blood on the floor, and uh, I had to go lay down. (laughs) My wife was like, I'll take it from here. Just go lay down. I'll clean this up, and then we'll get you back. I'm just kind of a babe when it comes to blood. I'm I'm okay to admit that. Make fun of me all you want, 402-464-5685. I am freaking making... I got a bloody. I'm not gonna read. I got a. (laughs) Come on, you're fine. I'm fine. You're fine. I'm just. It's a very much so an annoying inconvenience this morning to be holding a paper towel and saying, "Oh, did it stop bleeding? Nope, it didn't yet." I'm sorry. So you'll probably see this this gray. don't don't ruin jacket covered in blood here soon. Hey, Cabo Real. That's right. Went there like four years ago. Great place. Go if you haven't before. Slow, slow sports day, but we we got a lot. It of was about. a slow sports day. It uh, was. It was slow. I, I I got out on the hog yesterday. Um, the only, the baseball game was about the only thing, right? It was, and Nebraska almost lost that, but they didn't. They almost only counted horseshoes and hand grenades. They won the game. 
So congrats to them for getting off the schneid and, and yes. be- beating the in-state, I guess, would you call that a rival? Uh, you don't no. call UNO a rival. Just so. the, the in-state little brother? Yeah. Because they are? It, we'll talk about it. We will. We'll talk about it later, but I'll just say one thing. It was a critical win. Uh, they needed to win that yeah. game. If they don't win that game, yeah. a lot of doubt creeps in. They played right. again today, right, against New Mexico State. Yes. Today and tomorrow as mm-hmm. they, uh, they start a, a – Kind of a homestand here for Nebraska. Yeah. So, texters, um, you can weigh in on anything. Be ready. Uh, four six four five six eight five. We're back to four oh two. Oh, it's a disaster. Four zero two four six four five six eight five. I don't. I'm. I'm, I'm just going to say that that does, that does not qualify as a disaster. It's it's this? a paper cut. I mean, it's yeah. It's Jake. It's, it's a fine. paper it's cut. Fine. I understand that. That's paper cuts happen. I am in the world. inconvenienced right now and bothered by it. But that's the way it's going to be. <laughs> Just take your mind off of it. Think about other things. Okay. Well, I will. I'll, I'll help you. All right. Let's talk about Casey Thompson. I, I want to talk about, about this. Well, how do you want to frame that up? Well, I, I have an idea because... Um, Let me read it off the rundown. No, I don't. I, I know what I'm going to say here. Casey Thompson was talking with Will Compton and Taylor Luan with their Busting on the Boys podcast for Barstool Sports. They visited Lincoln last weekend. And talked to you know a couple guys. They caught they talked to Casey Thompson, and Casey Thompson was was talking about nil sip, of course, name, image, and likeness. And I think a lot of people in Nebraska viewed this as a good thing. I'm going to tell you that I view this as a concerning thing. Now I might be taking the rare stance on this, and you can you can tell me I'm wrong if I am. But I I I saw this and was turned off by it instead of. You know, instead of liking it, I suppose. But Casey Thompson said that any Nebraska player, if you're a starter, has the ability to make six figures in NIL. He says you can. You can't make over six figures. Which people say, oh yeah, that get the get the players here. Come on, get the recruits. That's that's enough to sell. I asked the question, and I I think it's a valid question. Is it, it are are players going to come to Nebraska to win? Or are they going to come here to get a big paycheck? It's a valid question. I think it's a valid question. Now you can say, oh, Jake, come on. Oh, you're a t- typical pessimist, cynical Jake about everything. I, I think it's very valid. We've Listen, I want to use a personal, I guess, comparison to the NFL. My NFL team, the Miami Dolphins, are always known as free agent winners. They spend the big money. They get the big splashy signings. Oh, this is the year the Dolphins go do it right. Because it's Miami, right? But they, but they always win. Quotations win free agency. They get the big players. They get the big spend. But guess what? It gets them not winning. It gets them continually the same thing year in, year out. The same pattern of oh, let's get the splashy guys, and let's not get the guys that really matter to feel the team or, or winners. And they're always five hundred or worse. I'm not saying that has to be the case in college football, but I, I, I am concerned that, hey, if you're going to come to Nebraska just for the paycheck, how much is winning going to be that important to you? Well, I, I'm That's not going to – Yeah, I'm not going to – You know, I was really concerned when you started that spiel, but at the end of it, I would say you make a good point. I, I was like, where's this going? I, had, I was going to bring it back to square yeah, one. Yeah, but that's not a bad point. I didn't – I haven't <clears> – It's just what it comes to my brain with all this. I know here's what here's what comes to your brain individualism okay that's that's but that's what college sports has become and 
I think it's just a, this is the, you just have to roll with it. I mean, or it'll just chew you up. I didn't come out of that. Now I did, I did watch Casey Thompson's interview with Will Compton, okay. Taylor Luan yesterday in its entirety. And I don't, I mean, I don't think he said what was wrong. He said, okay, just to review. Okay, okay please do. Yeah. Just to review. This is Casey Thompson, um, a, a long interview. And I'm going to tell you something. You don't have to ask him to expand on anything. He is very loquacious. Okay. Good word. Good word. He is. He, loquacious. He, he'll tell you his life story, and you don't have to ask him about it. Okay. <clears throat> Which is fine. We're ver- we're both pretty verbose ourselves. Um, yes, that's true. <clears throat> he said 17 or 18 football players have vehicles. Football players have vehicles. Perfectly inbounds these days. Um, he has a free place to stay. And I don't know how many student athletes at Nebraska have a free place to stay, but I, I know the volleyball team, that's pretty, that's pretty standard now. Um, they get luxury apartments. Um, free. Um, he said, this is what Casey said, at Nebraska, 70 or 80 student athletes across all sports have an apartment or a car or some sort of NIL deal. 70 or 80 student athletes. 70 or 80. Yeah, that's a lot. I mean, you're talking about women's basketball players, uh, men's basketball players, volleyball players, football players. It can add up pretty fast. He said what you said. If you're a starter here on the football team, you can make you can make over six figures, which tells me he is in that probably in that range or over. Um, yeah, well, I, I want to see if, if he's saying that, then yeah, you're probably getting that. right. Will Compton, I mean, he was hesitant to go into details, but Will Compton at one point said, "Come on, just give us something." <laughs> so he gave a, he he did give a little bit. Um, he said, "In a, <laughs> I got a kick out of this. I got a kick out of this. This is a pretty telling humble brag by Casey Thompson. Okay, okay, pretty pretty telling humble brag." I don't go out of my I don't go out of my way to do all this stuff. It just comes to me. <laughs> Please read that one more time. This is from Nebraska's new quarterback from Texas, Casey Thompson. Regarding NIL deals. I don't go out of my way to do all this stuff. It just comes to me. What is that supposed to mean? He takes a he takes a, a portion of his day. He takes a portion of his day, Jake. From like one to five every day, and that's when he does his NIL stuff. Interesting. School and football in the morning, NIL in the afternoon. I mean, it's yeah. So per oh, nice job. Harrison just found some band aids. Good job, we'll Harrison. Get to that uh, during per the break. Per your okay, so back to your. I want you to recharacterize, reset your stance on this. Yeah. Okay. So Casey Thompson wants to get <laughs> your fingers gonna be okay. Go ahead. I, it's still bleeding. That's why I'm holding it. Harrison has found some band aids. Okay. That'll help. My stance is this: Casey Thompson tells Bustin' with the boys, Will Compton, Taylor Lewan, Barstool Sports, that any player that comes to Nebraska as a as a starter at Nebraska has the ability, the capability, the possibility to earn six figures in NIL money, and as much as people like that and are excited about it, I say, are the players coming to Nebraska going to be here to win football games or just to get a big paycheck? Which well, I think is a fair thing to ask. I think it's fair. 
Okay, Derek is rolling down Highway 84. Okay, just hold on, Derek. Hold on. Just hold on. I got one point to make. Jake, I, I didn't think of that. All I thought was Nebraska has this sort of advantage that this under the radar. I don't know that it's under the radar in the industry, but I, I say it every time I talk about Nebraska's NIL operation. It is well-organized, well-structured, and well-heeled. They Nebraska in the NIL world can compete with almost, pro, I would almost say anybody at this point. Emphasize well-heeled, okay? Mm-hmm. They, they, Jared Lambrecht has put together a, I would say a thriving organization quietly, which is which is his style, which frankly is Nebraska's style. You don't hear a lot about it. No, you really don't. You don't. That's got to I mean, be intentional. We talk about it probably more than anybody. I think we do. Let's see what Derek rolling down yeah. Highway 84 has to say. Derek, you're on early break. Go ahead, man. Good morning, gentlemen. And that's Highway 41. <laughs> Lord, I was born a rambling man. Uh-huh. Um, coming up to 77 here. Thank you. Yeah, Sipple, you're right. You, you spoke uh, to this last evening on the box show. But here's what I'm surprised about, Steve, is that you have not written extensively about it. NIL. Mm-hmm. And so my, I have lots of questions. We're not going to get them answered today. But, but when, a, when a young athlete goes into Gerhard Lambrecht, Jared. In his office and John Jared. Brunings and yeah. that's of course Frost's best friend, but and there's the connection and it's why I think this eventually is gonna get moved into the university structure. Um, because I don't see any reason for the disconnect between the university uh, and the organization or the business. Hold on, Terry. You, will. It's Ill- you when, can't when, do it. it. It'll require a change in law to do that. Well well then change the law. I, I don't care, but th- that's the way, to me, that's how it's trending. But, Mike, but a lot of questions here. So, number one, it would be nice if, if you could shadow a young student-athlete through this process because I think you would learn a lot more about it, too, and be able to impart that upon your listeners and your readers. But what happens if, let's say, okay, Steve Simple, we're going to give you a $100,000 a year contract, and then let's say you blow your knee out. What happens hmm. in that case? What happens, Steve, if you – fail to show up to um, uh, physical science class and you end up taking a, an F for the semester in that class. What happens to NIL money? What happens when the kid gets injured? Who's on the hook for the surgery? Mm-hmm. There, there's a lot. And then here's my other question. It's a mess. Who pays the yep. taxes? Who pays the, ta- the income taxes on that money? How is that all structured? Student athletes do. And, and how is it paid? Student athletes do it. They're taught. They're taught how to do it. So, so they're ten ninety nine by by ABM is what you're saying. They're ten ninety nine. I imagine. Yes, I imagine. Okay, so so right away you get a hundred grand. Well, guess what? Thirty thousand goes to the government then. And do they know that? Yeah. And are they teaching them that? Because this has a, Who's a, they? a the potential to become a colossal failure. Not for the university. Not for. Gerald Lambert and John Bruning, but for the student athlete who hasn't been taught all of these finer things in life about taxation. Well, yeah. So are you saying you're against paying student athletes? Is that where we're going with this? Absolutely not. I was way out in front of this paying student athletes back 
in the 90s. I've, I've always felt like they deserve to receive some sort of compensation. And if I were the NCAA 30 years ago, uh, issued debit cards to all the athletes across all the divisions and loaded up 100 or 200 bucks and said, go take your girlfriend out to the movies, go out for a, a bite to eat. But, you know, a hundred, a couple hundred bucks a month back in the 90s was, you know, decent money. Now we're just insane. We're insane with this kind of money. And what are we going to have to show for it in three years, in five years? And, Jake, elevate the injury, the wound, and apply pressure. Thank you. Thank okay. you, Derek. Okay, Appreciate a few it. things to unpack here. Derek's rolling down Highway what, 41? Oh, yeah, 41. Derek, Derek they don't you, – you, you know how hard it would be – for me to go over there, they, they're not, not going to let me follow a kid around all day. Okay, I mean that's just not that's they don't let you do that. Um, if it's for a story, though, yeah, they don't generally. That's not something that happens. Um, that'd be wonderful in a. I mean, as in, in a, yeah, in a alternate universe, that would be a great great thing to do. Um, I. I'm trying to think where to go with that. All that they have to teach the now, Derek. On one hand, you can't be such an advocate for paying the players, and then come back and say, "But what? what but they got to pay taxes, and that's a do they understand that? Hey, do you want to treat them like adults or not? Exactly. And, and you have to be an adult if you're going to get paid that kind right, of money, right? Yeah, you can't just be I a mean, kid. And you can't waffle have, around in this conversation of well, not. they're just kids. They don't know how to pay taxes. They don't. They don't understand all of the intricacies of it. Well, you know what? If you're if you're the big man behind wanting to pay them, well then they have to grow up fast. All right? And and you know what else? If they're going to make money, then I think you, you treat them a little differently. I'm a little more apt to criticize a quarterback who's making $100,000 a year. You know? No, I wouldn't be. And, and is willing I wouldn't to admit be that. In the old model, in 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 the in the bygone days. But that's a quarterback also admitting that too. He's making that kind of money. Right. Right. Like you don't have to speculate. He's saying, yeah, you can make six figures. I am, basically. And to be clear, ABM operates on its own, Derek, because it has to operate on its own. You can't move it in-house. It's against no. yep. the law. That's the purpose. That's the reason. Trev Albert's coaches cannot have – they cannot enter into deals with these kids. They can't be involved in it at all. In Florida, you can. There's a law, state law in Florida – I have a picture of Mike Norvell standing with my brother at a at a Chamber of Commerce event I for saw NIL. The yeah, for NIL. But you can't Scott Frost can't do that here. Um so that's oh man, you just this, this rile well, up it, a little bit. They're mostly on the NIL. I, I was talking about is is it good or bad for the university in terms of winning Versus just getting paid, okay. want to get paid. Now here's the thing: it's a competitive advantage for Nebraska right now. That's where I. That's how I would counter your concern. Nebraska does have a competitive advantage over. I would bet eight ninety percent of the country right now. It's just they just low. They just keep a low profile. Oh, I mean, you you heard what Casey Thompson said, Jake? At Texas, at Texas, only three football players had nil deals when he was there. Three, three. Bijan Robinson, Casey Thompson, and one of their better defenders. Three. At Nebraska, he's saying 17 or 18 football players are driving vehicles. Basketball players are driving vehicles at Nebraska. Women's basketball players are benefiting. Uh, volleyball players are living free. 
Um, that's that's the world. And you have a team that went three and nine in football and ten and twenty two in basketball. Well, is is winning important or is money important? Well, I mean, you're that's in the early stages. Of I understand this. that, you're but still, stages. I saw some horrifying things in the basketball court this year. I know, but you're in the early stages of NIL. I stand by my fear. I, I understand. I understand it's it, a very negative outlook. Though. It is. I understand it. It is right now an advantage, but I, I, I just wonder what is more important for these athletes coming to Nebraska. Is it going to be the ability to make a lot of money in NIL, or is it the winning that's well, so important? Why does it have to be an either or discussion? Can't it be both? One is going to matter more than the other, for sure. Because if you have you, what 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 if I told you you're not getting Casey Thompson here without a good NIL deal, but, then what? I believe, yeah. Well, then what's what? important for him winning or is it? Is it well, well, that, well, what's important for Nebraska to get a quarterback that can lead you to wins? I understand that. And and if you're coming up short on guys like that because you don't have an NIL structure in place, then you're over there yelling into the microphone. Why don't we have an NIL structure in place and why aren't we paying a hundred thousand dollars for these guys? This is why I say right? this is this is all going to be. Very interesting over the next couple of years how this all goes. Does yeah, the is. money keep going up, and do, do the wins come with it? I don't know that. That's that's but why right now I can't be on the on the right side of the wrong side because it is early. Right, but I can have my fear about how this plays out. Sure, which you I can. do. We got a couple calls here to get to Vince in Napa, California. You're up first. You're on early break. Go ahead. Hey, good morning, fellas. How are you, uh, Vince? I, we're off to a quite a start here. It's an interesting discussion. Yes, it, yeah, well, it's, it's, it's a compelling discussion indeed. Now, you know, now by my own admission, I mean, I've been, I've been very slow to come around to the NIL, you know. I mean, I guess maybe, that, I guess maybe that's the old man in me. But um, because for the longest time, my, my stance has always been that in a roundabout way, college athletes kind of work it, already getting paid. Yep, you know, for sure. Scholarship money because, I mean, okay, granted, that wasn't money going into their pocket. But at the same time, it was money that doesn't have to come out of their pocket. Right. You know, and, no student uh, loans. And, 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 yeah. Yeah. And and, and in a you know and, and in a backdoor kind of way, that is kind of like making money. You know. And um, but you know, unfortunately, unfortunately, that's the reality. But you know, I mean, there's definitely there's there's definitely a lot of moving parts to this because again, you know, I mean. You know, you could perhaps see it becoming like the pros, where it's like, okay, well, this guy at this university is making this much money, and he's not doing as much as I'm doing, so therefore I should be making more than this guy. So, I mean, and, and you've kind of seen that in the pros. I think that that definitely has to be the one concern. But um, the plus, the one, if there is one plus side, and this is probably what keeps me from, uh, you know, getting totally over the edge about NIL. If there's one plus that I think could come out of it, I mean, look at all these pro athletes that go from having no money at all to more money than they know what to do with, and as a result, they have so much financial difficulty when they're done playing. You know, I mean, because look at all the stories that you see about guys that have financial troubles after they after they uh, retire from pro sports. Whereas, if nothing else, I think NIL gives these youngsters a taste of that at a much earlier Good phase, point. you know, whether they go on to play pro sports or not. Great point, Vince. That's a great point. All right, Vince, thank you for the call. Uh, now, I, I got I to respond to Derek. Uh, as far as an extensive article, Parker Gabriel did one. I mean, Parker Gabriel wrote an NIL story, <clears throat> comprehensive NIL story, 
Um, I it was, a, it was a month ago, six weeks ago, maybe eight weeks ago. Very comprehensive Sunday story, Derek, that you could read. I don't. I'm not. It's not really my territory to to write an extensive story. I'm a columnist. I write opinion. I could write an opinion about it. I'm I'm kind of waiting for it to become oh more above board. I mean, if Jared doesn't want to talk about it, then Jared Lambrick, mm-hmm. who runs ABM, then how do you do it? I mean, what are you doing? We've talked to we've talked to Trev Alberts about it, the AD, the Nebraska athletic director, and Trev can't really talk much about it. He says he gets a report every so often from Jared Lambrecht about NIL activity. That's the extent of his involvement. Now, the I, I, I misspoke. That is not the extent of his involvement. The extent of his involvement also includes getting ready for what he regards as the eventuality of the school being able to be involved. And at that point, Derek, hmm. Nebraska better have about $40 million extra dollars, which he is... If, if it ever gets to the point, and we're, we're talking two or three years or four years down the line, Jake, if it gets to the point where the schools are the ones paying the student-athletes, you, he's, literally, he's literally preparing for that. Revenue streams, knocking off money here, knocking off money there, getting ready for it. Because if, if you're an AD and you're not ready for NIL – becoming part of the university structure then you're then you're in trouble as an ad so he's he's ready i think there there will come a time there will come there perhaps will come a time when there's no need for abm but as as the structure is now you you have to have this other party that's not directly involved with the school running it it's very strange it's a very strange world. I, I hope people, I, I think a lot of people don't understand. ABM has offices in the Haymarket. Right. All right. That's where the student athletes go to make their deals. They go over, oh, it's right over by, in the atrium by Buzzer Billy's. You probably know where that is. Mm-hmm. I do. That's where, that, it's, a, it's a beautiful office. They go over there. They, that, they, they can sign stuff, do what they do, um, make their deals. And it's the coaches are not involved. Now, how much do the assistants get involved in terms of asking their student athletes? Probably depends on the coach. Some coaches I've talked to don't want to know anything about it. They just don't want to know. You know, as but, far as asking a kid how much money he's making, I, what do you? I'm not asking a kid. I'm how not going to ask him. But but I'm curious. So if if this is a major benefit to Nebraska, wouldn't you want ABM to say, hey, what they're doing and, and what they're potentially getting players? I think as, as long a as, recruiting piece, I think as long as people in the industry know, I I think it's okay. And it's again, it's not really Nebraska's style to go flowing yeah, that sort of but thing. But now it all leads to is, is just wild speculation and and just guessing about. I don't oh, hear wild speculation. I don't hear it. I, maybe you do. I don't hear it. Well, I mean, you, you, you have you just got had Casey Thompson laying it out yep. in a public forum. It wasn't wild speculation, although I don't think that every starter at Nebraska could make 100000 I, 100, I, I don't. I agree. 
I can't see like like the starting center if it's Trent Hicks and making yep. a. I just don't can't see, see that. Maybe if he's very enterprising. Well, if he's going to be an NFL player, then yeah, possibly. no, no. Very, if he's very enterprising, if he spends a lot of time at it and pushes it, which you could do. You you understand that some student athletes don't even do it. They don't even want to do it. They don't want to be involved sure. in it. Some do. Um, and as Casey Thompson said, quote. I don't go out of my way to do all this stuff. It just comes That's to me. Incredible! <laughs> what a humble man! What a, what a humble man! So that that <laughs> we got another call to get all to right, here. Let's get a call from Bob. Bob, you're on early break. Go ahead. Hey, yeah, I got three points. Okay. Okay, first Bob. Of all, this isn't the first of all. This isn't the first interview that he's done. Uh, Casey Thompson's done on uh, NIL, right? Um, and so, yeah, this is so. You know, okay. he, he made a comment, uh, the last one I heard, he made a comment that, uh, you know, um, he has to uh, turn some down just because, you know, he don't want to get in front and way of uh, football. Right. So, um, and some of that's going to be on hold until, you know, until the season, until he's, um, can, uh, you know, instead of spring ball, maybe this summer, you know, uh, and that right. before, before fall. But anyway... Second point on that on that caller about uh, you know uh, we were already paying players with the scholarships. Well, you had players that uh, went on that would go out on um, say football game that meal the bus would stop to go get a meal and guys didn't have money for the meal and coaches weren't able to give you know a five dollars to a player you know mm-hmm. so yeah so just because they were on scholarship. Um, they weren't getting money in their pockets uh, even to go out. They were having to either uh, family or you know job in the you know job in the summer because they couldn't work during um, while the season was going on or you know while they're in training. So yeah, so you know just because of the scholarship, it wasn't putting money in their pockets and helping the players out. Okay. Uh, third of all, uh, about whether it's going to hurt you know whether we're in here play, paying players to play. Or you know, or they're just coming here to get the money, okay. or they coming here to win. Uh, you know, you got to trust the coaches on this because you know when they go to yeah. when they go to recruit these kids, mm-hmm. you know, uh, it's going to come out, and the coaches coaches know how to get this out, and they can get a feel for you know what they're what they're here for, and they can feel whether the player is really here to win, or is he here to you know just get on IL, or is he here to win, and the NIL is going to come. Right. So I mean, you know, and it it all work itself out. Um, you know, I'm glad the players now have a little bit in their pockets, so they can go out and be just like all the other students. And you know, if they want to go out on a date, they want to do this or want to do that. They've got a little money in their pocket; they can do that. Where you know, when they were, say, right now, spring ball, you weren't allowed to work. You know, season, you're not allowed to work. Well, now the way it is, you know, and said in the summertime, it wasn't never, it's not, you know, uh, where player has to come to, you know, play and do in the summer. You know, it's optional, but if you want to get ahead and you want a, a chance to be on that roster and to be in that lineup, starting lineup, you know, you, you know, you, you got to make a choice, you know? So it, it is now round, year round, you know, they do train year round. So, I'm glad that they had this opportunity, and, um, you know, I think it's going to help Nebraska, and 
I think we're going to get the right kids. Um, you know, we got some great coaches, and they'll make the right decisions. Okay, Bob. You got to trust them. Thanks, Bob. He makes a great point. I mean, you can. I mean, I you you I think you have a legitimate concern, but Bob is right that you a coach can sort of get a feel for that type of thing. That type of thing being as a kid just coming here for the NIL money, the NIL deal to have a to have a Dodge Ram or a whatever. I mean, these guys, these kids aren't driving; they're not driving Hyundai's. Um, no, no offense to Hyundai, but um, they're driving nice vehicles, big pickups. Uh, SUVs. Well, I'm gonna say um, this: they better start. They better start getting wins for this to start mattering. Well, stop it. No, I'm not gonna. No, I'm not gonna yeah, stop it. Not, oh, NIL is doing it, the wins. It not, hasn't done anything yet. Not, but that's not what this is about. It's not. It's not. NIL was created to enhance the winning part. Nebraska NIL fans, was in, created to pay the student athletes. Right, and Nebraska fans view that as a win if, if, if you were for it because it's going to lead to wins on the field that oh, we care about. Oh, yeah, they did. Yes, they did. Well, no, I mean, but it's not. They said, oh, we can't get the players about. to compete anymore. Oh, well, NIL is going to help us get the great players. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, then it's gonna, it better help you start winning then. Jake, it's a year old. It's not a year. It's not. It's a year I old understand. in July. I understand that. It's not that. even I'm a not year old. I'm not denying that. Well, then why do you keep saying it better start leading to wins? It's It just started in July. I, why would you think it would bear fruit immediately? Be, what kind of millennial are you? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I, you just want I it will, right now, don't I you? I will stand by my point. That yeah, I, I will I, stand by the point that why do you expect it would pay off within well, six months? It doesn't have to right away. But well, you, thank you. I still am worried that there's going to be more of a focus on a payday than winning. That makes sense. And that will not change my view on But stamping your feet over there like a (laughs) seven-year-old saying, I want wins now, they're making money. Come on, that's not productive. Give it four years. Okay, four years then. Yeah, give it three, four years. Why would you think, Jake, it started in July. There hasn't even been a football season. Right? Right, but... For the sake of I don't I don't know what bat what money was it tied to basketball this year in terms of these players in Bryce McGowan's and and Verge and all those money. guys I, I don't know how, how much was in there I have no idea but that was a, an epic failure but why, this year why would you think that an NIL deal would would immediately lead to Nebraska becoming I don't know Michigan State it won't be immediate right right but exactly you better start you know you better see progress in year two what. don't get that i don't understand your take on that well we can rehash it again next day if we need to we, we go might back have on that. to we might have to because now you need to get a band-aid i'm going to get a band-aid look at this just look at this harrison look at this thing just, okay i don't want to see that harrison um we have to take care of you. if you would like to chime in this conversation you're welcome to call us at 402-464-5685 or keep texting we got a lot of response to read some of those texts when we come back <laughs> uh more next early break in the ticket Whether you seek adventure, search for answers, break down barriers, or see the world for what it can be, you're just what we're looking for. CIA is searching for women of all skill sets to join the Directorate of Operations and help protect our nation. Visit cia.gov careers.